Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Game Luster podcast. This is Christine speaking, creative lead and writer here at Game Luster, and I'm joined today by writer Brennan. Hello. And our editor, Haley. Hello. And today we're doing something a little different. We're going to be talking about our favorite video game soundtracks and music, because it seems like music is a huge part of games. And it's a subject that just deserves its own podcast, I think. So before we go into basically our lists of some of our favorite um, gaming music, gaming soundtracks, uh, why don't we just go around really quick and talk about um, our feelings on music in games and how, how it affects the gameplay for each of us, how we feel about it. Uh, so why don't we start off with Haley? So what do you think about the significance, I guess, of music and how it plays a role in video games? I never really paid attention to um, video game soundtracks. More so, I just paid attention to the story and the dialogue. Um, I didn't really start paying attention to soundtracks until I got um, started playing Night in the Woods. And then I realized how big of a significance uh, the soundtracks are in the game and how they can change the mood. And it kind of like opened my eyes because there was one part that I was playing in Night in the Woods that I was deathly afraid of. And I just wanted to completely just like walk away from my computer and be like I'm never playing this game again just because (laughs) of the music and I've never been like that before Mm -hmm. so the the soundtracks definitely do play a role in the vibe of whatever part that you're playing yeah and especially in like intense parts or um sort of thriller or horror games I know Night in the Woods isn't exactly a horror game but like, it can add to the intensity of something, uh, I think, just as much as like, music in a film would. Because when you have, like, people make fun of it a lot, but, you know, boss fight music, there's that specific type of boss fight music that's really fast and intense, and it sort of amps up your heart rate to go and fight them, or if you're suddenly in a really quiet place and you're you just hear like wood creaking and those types of things i think it really can add to the experience if it's done well and sometimes it's just like iconic songs or iconic things that you hum and you remember all throughout your childhood so i think there's uh, something to say for that as well and what about brennan what is your opinion on um music as far as video games go. I'm going to have to agree with Haley. Uh, I think that good sound design, specifically music, can make or break the atmosphere and the the tone that the game is trying to set. And um, I'm not going to spoil my list just yet, but I can, <laughs> I can almost break down um, points at which music adds to the atmosphere, but then other examples where music actually affects gameplay like directly yeah Um, but i'll I'll get more onto that later but i I think it's a very important part and i think sound design 
um, is often, I would say, almost like a thankless job, you know, because uh, like Haley, sometimes there there are games where I just don't even pay attention to the music, and whether it's because the music is just that good, and I'm just going along with it, or it's nothing special, but uh, when it's done right, it can it can really change pretty much everything. Yeah, like I I think sometimes the really good sound design, really good music, you don't even notice it's there, and sometimes you notice it because it's bad and sometimes you notice it because it's so good Hmm. but a lot of times it's just it becomes such a part of it that you don't even really notice it but if it wasn't if it wasn't there you would probably realize like something's off because i don't hear anything but we're so used to it that you don't you don't really notice it unless it were gone so like you said it's like a thankless job and except in certain games where it's done really well and Everybody talks about it and remembers it, but I don't think it happens very often. And even if it is very well done in a game, I think a lot of time it doesn't really go recognized because people tend to focus on, oh, how was the you know gameplay? How were the controls? How was the characters and the story? And how was all these things? And that usually brings in most of the focus, I think, when people are talking about games or reviewing games. Mm, yeah. yeah. Okay, well then, let's just jump right into it then, and we'll actually, we will start with Brennan. So why don't you go over your list a little bit, um, introduce them by song, and then we'll just play a short clip so everybody, just in case they haven't heard it before, can get a feel for it. So what is the first song that you want to talk about today? Um, I want to talk about uh, Near Automata and Pascal's Village, the, the machine village, the song that plays when you walk in. Okay, let's listen to a short clip of that first. So why don't you talk about a little bit about what it is about this song that made you choose it? Um, I would have to say a a little um, towards like, I guess the middle of the song or maybe towards the beginning. Um, And to preface this, I tried to look up the, the the creator of um, the soundtrack and for whatever reason, I, I, couldn't do it. So I couldn't even figure out if they were speaking another language or if it was all just a made-up language. I don't know. And quite frankly, I don't really care because it just sounds that good. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this song specifically, I don't really know how to explain it, but it almost... Uh, in Nier Automata, for those who don't know, you fight little robots that are evil. Um, and in this song, as you're entering it, a quasi-peaceful machine village um these it almost sounds like the robots are are singing and they kind of come together and and it's i i want to say even the setting too it kind of reminded me of uh of of endor with the ewoks all singing at the end of Mm -hmm. uh, return of the jedi but um i just 
in general, near Automata has this symphonic, um, and, and I also want to talk about City Ruins to another uh, overworld song, but it, it really just kind of captures just the feeling of entering this peaceful little robot village with all the robots singing and you're you're <laughs> thinking that this is so different from all of the robots that I've just been massacring throughout the entire first half of the game. Um, but it's just so symphonic. It's so moving. Uh, I've never really... It was one of the first games that I played in a while where I actually had to sit down and like listen to a song. And then afterwards, even while I was at work or on my commuter or something, I would still throw on <laughs> some of the music just to, whether if it was to like pump me up for the day or just kind of, you know, calm down like yeah. in Machine Village. Um, yeah, I, and, and I think they even won, I think they won an award uh, for, for best music. So I feel kind of like a, a cop out, you know, picking an award winning soundtrack, but it really was. <laughs> that good like it, I, yeah it won for a reason yeah exactly yeah um <laughs> perfect example of how music can positively impact the atmosphere of your game and make you feel like you're actually there listening to these little robots sing to you right mm-hmm. before you go kill a whole bunch of them <laughs> <laughs> it's like beautiful but also a little bit depressing that that's the feelings you get though they're singing to you and you're just little do they know you know you're gonna make them stop (laughs) yeah i think um when you sort of chose these songs ahead of time i i thought that they were just very like hauntingly beautiful kind of songs um and i've i've never really i never played this game but just i think if if um anybody listening to the podcast if you go out and listen to the soundtrack i think it makes you want to play the game more because i don't know there's just something there's it has an it factor i guess about it and it's very atmospheric kind of music you can kind of get a feeling about the situation yeah like i I, as you could tell before i was having a hard time trying to word it but that's just because it was that moving i don't know i'm not making any sense here but it's just really good and you gotta listen to it (laughs) oh man let's listen to a short clip um of the beginning of city ruins as well just so since you mentioned that one we can get a little bit of feel for that one as well So that one, obviously, it features more vocals in it. So anything else you want to say um, regarding that song? Yeah, I guess. And I was trying to listen to it again for some kind of words that I could pick up. I think that because it's in a different language or in a made-up language, it brings to your attention just the song in general. Like if, if, you know, you're sitting there 
playing like a regular old song and it's in English or your native language, um, you kind of just almost tune it out because that's what you're used to. But to listen to songs, if, especially if you're not used to it, that are in other languages, you're like, wow, this is this is different. This is this isn't English. This what are they saying? Yeah. Um, and I, I just immediately I, I stopped. I put my controller down and I was, <laughs> I was in awe. I I want to relive that experience yeah. all over again. It sounds great. I mean, but I'm glad I'm glad I got to sort of hear about it and. Because I, I never even thought to listen to the soundtrack for the game. So I'm glad that I have another thing to listen to throughout the day as well. Um, let's see. Let's go more in a round as well. So you did one. Um, and let's have Haley do one of yours. So what's one of the songs you picked as sort of to represent one of your favorite soundtracks? So... I'll start off with The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, and it's the uh, Zora's Domain. And I picked this one because in the game, I'm pretty sure that was my favorite part of the game. It's really pretty, it's bright, it's inviting. I I just, I, I enjoyed this part of the game a lot. Okay, well, let's listen to a short clip of that, and then we'll talk about it a little bit more. Okay, so why don't you talk a little bit more? You mentioned how it's bright and inviting. I completely agree. Um, what else is it about this song that really stands out to you? Or just the soundtrack and music for Twilight Princess in general? When the topic of this podcast was brought up, I wasn't really sure what games to pick. And when I thought about it a little bit more... Um, Twilight Princess stuck out in my head just because I feel as if the soundtrack is probably one of the most mature soundtracks out there, um, especially for Legend of Zelda. And I picked this one specifically because it felt really like, like fairy kind of ish, like with the water and uh, the sparkles and everything like i feel like it just captures uh zora's domain perfectly and i feel as if twilight princess just the soundtrack captures the game amazingly in every single part that you walk into each sound and each song just fits the moment perfectly so yeah and the second I hear that, I can picture Zora's Domain, especially as someone who's played through so many Zelda games. The second I hear that, 
um, or anything similar to that, I just automatically think, oh, it's Sora's domain. And I can picture it perfectly in my head, um, which I think is crazy for a song to be able to do that so well, especially there's so many Zeldas (laughs) and there's so many versions of music for the different races and um, areas, but the Zora music, I think, has always been one of my favorites. Yeah, so I I also actually, when I was thinking of ones, I thought of a Zelda song as well, but I actually, one of my favorite Zelda soundtracks is the Wind Waker one, and I think... A lot of people pick other ones, but Wind Waker was the first video game that I had played that I actually went out to a store and bought a soundtrack for. And that's never happened before, at least before then. I had never been like, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to go out and buy this. But for that, I just, I was like, okay, I will go and I will spend the money to be able to listen to the Wind Waker soundtrack whenever I want. And the one that I actually picked from... I think everyone picked a Zelda one, so it's sort of moving into Zelda mode now. But the one that I picked as one of my favorites is from Wind Waker, and it's the Dragon Roost Island one. And I'll play a clip of that really quick. So that's, I don't know what it is about this song, but it's just, it's my favorite thing from Wind Waker. And I also had a friend and he was obsessed with this song. He used to just listen to it on loop all the time. And when he found out that I had the soundtrack, he asked to borrow it just so that he could listen to that song. And I think it's sort of coupled with the memory of that person, but I don't know, it's, it's, I, f- I feel similar to the way Haley feels about the Zora's Domain one. It it invokes a picture for me. And I don't know if either of you have played Wind Waker. Or a lot of people actually dislike Wind Waker. But um, I know most people, their favorite Zelda game would not be Wind Waker. But it's actually my favorite Zelda game um, that I've ever played. And yeah, I just, I love the, I love that area. I love the art of it. I love all of these different things, but I like the music so much. And it's the type of song that you can listen to over and over. Cause I feel like that is another part of background music that doesn't get credit is sometimes it'll sound great, but then you have to listen to it over and over and it becomes really irritating But then there are songs that you listen to over and over and over and you don't mind. It's okay that they're playing on loop and they play very well in a loop as well. So that's definitely one of my favorite Zelda songs and just that whole game in general. I just, I love the music from it so much. Um, Have either of you, so we mentioned... Wind Waker, we mentioned Twilight Princess. I play Twilight Princess, and obviously Haley has. So, Brennan, have you played Twilight Princess or Wind Waker before? 
I've played all of them, yes. <laughs> all of them. So, yeah. <laughs> so what's your opinion on the different sort of segueing into one of the ones that you picked, but what is your opinion on at least those two that we've mentioned, Zelda uh, background music? Um, I, I really like Haley's choice, Zora's Domain. Um, I feel like I feel like the music there really reflects the Zora as a race, because mm-hmm. um, immediately I think of the Gorons and the Goron City and how that song is just so wacky. It's just so out there, but this Zora's Domain is nice and calm, nice and serene, just kind of like the Zora people. So I think they did a really good job of reflecting um, race locations or race hub worlds with their music that mm-hmm. that actually uh, uh, reflects them well. Um, same with Dragon Roost Island. Uh, I'm trying to think of other like iconic songs from Wind Waker other than the, the <laughs> overworld theme, but Dragon yeah. Roost, I was kind of hoping that you were going to say Dragon Roost. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's, um, I also kind of copped out because that's one of the ones most people like a lot is is the Dragon Roost one. But It's just such a good song. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's so catchy. And... Um, I think there's like all the islands have different songs like you know like when you hear them it kind of sticks in your head and um, and I like just the the general music you hear when you are sailing it's just yeah, it's yeah. you feel like I'm on vacation like it's the game I played every summer because it was my I played that and um, Super Mario Sunshine every summer when I had my GameCube because they were like, these are my summer games. I feel like I'm on a vacation. <laughs> Good picks for you know, summer vacations. Yeah. Nice and vacation-esque. I, yeah, so it's, and especially like with with it being uh, crazy weather right now, it's like hot and cold and hot and cold. <laughs> my poor plants are just dying from all the changes. It's nice to imagine <laughs> just steady warm weather for a little bit. That would be nice. Um, yeah. And, uh, Haley, have you ever played Wind Waker before? Do you have any opinions on it? I never played Wind Waker, but <laughs> I've seen it played because I was interested in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that song definitely fits that area. I... I love Zelda games, and I mm-hmm. feel like all their songs are extremely tailored to the areas or whatever situation you're in, mm-hmm. and they're just completely out of this world. Yeah, and iconic, and just, the composers just, they know what they're doing. They do, uh, it's just, it makes me so happy. <laughs> And I'm going to guess, because we're going to now move into very, very classic Zelda for Brennan's pick, and I'm going to assume that we have all played the game that he is going to bring up. So Brennan, why don't you talk about your Zelda pick? I picked Ocarina of Time. I had to. Yep. (laughs) I I had to. Um, So I guess the song... This game, I, I grew up with this game, so... I I have I have too many. They're they're having to pick one is too difficult. But if I have to pick yeah. one, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw all my eggs in one basket and say Song of Storms. Song of Storms, yeah. It it's just beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So let's listen. I'm sure we all know it, 
but we'll listen to a clip of Song of Storms, very classic. I'm sure that it's a um, bit too easy of a question, but why is this the one that you picked as one of your favorite songs and favorite, um, basically, music in general uh, when you were making your list? Um, so, remember before when I was talking about how music can directly affect gameplay? Mm-hmm. I was specifically mentioning this game uh it's it's in it's it's in the title you play the ocarina and with that you learn different songs throughout the game and can affect the game world solve puzzles all kinds of stuff and i think why i specifically picked song of storms is that you when you first go into kakariko village in the windmill i'm pretty sure at that point oh no wait now i'm i'm forgetting the story oh but, no if if I remember this correctly, he's playing the song, or he's not playing the song. I don't remember. At some point in the game, you're an adult, and you have heard the song before, so you teach it to the man in the windmill. And then if you put the Master Sword back in and turn into a kid and go back there, he's playing the song before you've taught him it as an adult it's just like this weird time paradox thing it's like a very weird time loop where you basically taught yourself the song exactly so it begs the question where did it start (laughs) who who came up with this song now Um, we're going to conspiracy theories (laughs) (laughs) no that would that would take a whole other podcast (laughs) but uh, directly in the game world, I mean, it doesn't. I, I, you could probably solve a couple puzzles with it, but the only thing that it does is uh, make make it rain. Yeah. Literally, um, uh, it was really difficult having to pick other songs. My an honorable mention to uh, Zelda's Lullaby, um, and I think what's cool with that song is that the main theme for Skyward Sword is Zelda's Lullaby just reversed. If you play it backwards, that it's it's the same song. Oh wow. Um, which I think is amazing. Yeah, how they pulled that off is is beyond me, but it, it just it was beautifully done. Skyward Sword's main theme. Probably the only good thing about the game. <laughs> <laughs> so um, shady. <laughs> um and then the 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 main screen song. I have to talk about that really quick. Uh I would just sometimes boot up the game and not even play it and just listen to that song. Mm-hmm. It's just beautiful. Um but other songs within that, really quick, it they all add to the game somehow. Whether they teleport you places, solve puzzles, affect the game world. It's really interesting to see how music can directly affect the game, and not a lot of games, I feel like, do that. Um, except for the Zelda series, and like you said, Skyward Sword. Oh, no, not Skyward Sword, excuse me, Wind Waker. Yeah. You literally use the Wind Waker to, to, to create music through it, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah, like but, you, um, you can you make the wind change direction so you can go places. You solve puzzles. I mean, and of course, Ocarina of Time. It's very important. And uh, Majora's Mask. There's all the different instruments and 
music plays a very important role, um, just as important as time in those games. So it's interesting how they put such a stress and importance on music. I think basically starting with Ocarina of Time, I'm not sure if someone's going to pop up and correct me, but uh, I'm pretty sure like Ocarina of Time is where music became such an integral part of Zelda, and it has been since. And it's, I think that's why everyone ended up picking something from Zelda, because Zelda has always been one of those games there. The music is so important to the game, not just in world building, but in the actual way you play it. Yes, beautifully said. Really quick <laughs> anecdote. Um, uh, I think it was uh, yeah, Song of because of Song of Storms that made me want to play piano, and I learned how to play piano because of that song. And I learned how to play, I think, Zelda's Lullaby. That and the Skyward uh, Sword theme on guitar... And when I was first learning how to play guitar, my friends were like, what, what songs do you end up playing? And I was like, ah, no, you know, nothing. And then I would just go back into my room and just play Zelda, Zelda music on my guitar. That was, that was the only reason why I wanted to play guitar. And then I was like, maybe I should learn Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> something, something else. Nah. Uh, yeah, that brings back memories of mine, too, because um, the only instruments I could play when I was younger, because I am an incredibly lazy person. I never finished learning any of the other instruments I picked up. Basically, I played Orcarina, uh, not, yeah, Orcarina, um, just barely, and Recorder. Because, I mean, <laughs> Orcarina is very similar to Recorder, so since I had that down, I was like, I can play the Orcarina. And I had, like, this, I think I might even still have it, like, in some box somewhere. I got this turtle-shaped ocarina, and the only reason I got it was to play songs from Ocarina of Time, basically, because I was like, I this is this is living the dream for me right here. Like I am playing Zelda's Lullaby on my own ocarina, and a bunch of my friends were like collecting like all these crazy ones, and I just had a really simple one, but it was really fun and probably incredibly. Um, cringy or dorky looking for everyone else around, but just imagine like a group of 10 year olds with various shaped orcarinas playing Zelda songs <laughs> and like encouraging each other. And that was, that was like a few years of my childhood. <laughs> like it's a little embarrassing looking back, but at the time I thought like we were the coolest kids on the block because we could do that. And I was like, yeah, that's that's the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Uh, there was one person who was really good at it, and I was like, you're my hero. So, <laughs> but I'm even more impressed being able to play it on actually difficult instruments, because the Orcarina, there's a reason that, like, children play it <laughs> in the Zelda game. It's really not a difficult <laughs> instrument. It's very difficult to play it poorly, and, like, it's, it's very easy. You could learn it in, like, ten minutes, but... Um, Haley, do you have any additional things you'd like to say while we're still on the Zelda topic as far as, like, Ocarina of Time goes? I didn't play, um, Ocarina of Time. (sighs) I'm such an outlier on, like, everything. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But, like, Wind Waker, I have seen it played, um, and 
I I think all the songs are really pretty. Yeah. And I think it's really neat. <laughs> so I, I I find it amazing how video games can influence people to do things like pick up instruments. Mm-hmm. Um even if it is just learning video game songs on those instruments. Yeah. It's such a huge influence, like, in general, um, on everyone's lives. Uh, okay, then. Let's see. We will go... Let's just go to Haley again. So why don't you talk about another one of the songs that you picked today? So I picked one from Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and it's the Assassin Two-Step. Nice. Okay, let's listen to that one. Okay. I feel as if um, other Assassin's Creed games outside of Black Flag aren't really known for their music. I feel like 4 is extremely popular for all the uh, shanty songs that happen on the boat. But I picked Syndicate, one, because it's my favorite Assassin's Creed game, but also because I love this soundtrack. I feel like it not only does it fit like the Legend of Zelda songs, but I feel like it fits the assassins and the time period that they're in and um, whatever their mission is and what they're doing. And when I hear that song, like I automatically like think of Evie Fry running across rooftops, slicing people in the throat, or <laughs> Jacob Fry like on the streets of London beating big bald guys up like i feel as if that soundtrack just really fits that game and also it's just like really i feel like it's also really unique in the way that it fits the game um because it's like so hard because like i just want to say that it like really fits but like i can't keep repeating that over (laughs) and over again (laughs) but like I just feel like it's different. Mm -hmm. And it's different in the sense that for when I listen to it, I automatically think of London. And I think of the time period that Assassin's Creed in. And I don't think of any other thing besides that. And I feel like Assassin's Creed soundtracks are extremely overlooked. So I wanted to highlight one of the games because I feel like not many people pay attention to the music in it. Yeah. I, when uh, I saw everyone's choices, it was, I felt, I don't know, it was so interesting to me because you have this kind of idea like, oh, everyone's probably going to pick this thing or something like that. But then um, besides everyone picking a Zelda song, they're very different choices, I feel. But in such a good way. I guess, because it's interesting for me to see what stood out to other people and why it did. I like I like even just the name of the song because like to call it the two step after like folk dancing, I just think is it's a really clever title for that. 
Especially since you said, like, it, you kind of picture not just, like, yay, skipping on rooftops, but, like, basically murdering people and getting in fights. And so the fact that it's called The Assassin Two-Step, I think that's a perfect title for that song. And when I heard it, I was like, yeah, that matches the title to a T, like, perfectly matches the title, I think. But I I haven't ever been really big into Assassin's Creed, but I think the soundtrack for that game in particular, because it's very much the time period that I like, it's something that I appreciate a lot, and I think they did a really good job on it. Um, What about Brennan? Have you ever played through some Assassin's Creed or have an opinion on the music from there? I think I've played almost all of them, except for I think Rogue and Syndicate. Those are the two that I skipped. <laughs> so you um, didn't skip Unity? Why would you why would you not <laughs> skip that one? You skipped Syndicate, but you didn't skip Unity. That makes no sense. I I think it was one of those things where like I bought Unity again. I was like, nah, this game isn't that bad. Everyone's just an idiot. And then I bought it and then I was like, nah, I was I was the idiot this time. Um I I really I can't think of how it goes, but I really like the main theme of Assassin's Creed 2. Um, but I I can't I don't remember how it goes, but I remember <laughs> getting goosebumps every time the like the main game uh, like the logo would pop up once you climb the tower with your brother, mm-hmm. um, and just the music in the background and and everything. I just got goosebumps and I was like, damn, yeah. this is gonna be a wild ride. Unlike Unity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you guys had, like, fighting words there for a minute. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Haley. <laughs> Unity should be wiped from existence. It, it should not exist. We should not ever talk about it. The word Unity is officially banned. No more. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're only allowed to say that you played it because, and then, like, talk about how horrible it was apparently (laughs) exactly like i played it and then i threw it directly in the garbage afterwards that's pretty much exactly what i did (laughs) (laughs) it's like no this this is not good what have they done (laughs) yeah oh my goodness takes place in paris and they have english accents like come on maybe the budget was like really cheap so they like <laughs> couldn't get really good voice actors for it. Not not hating on the voice actors, but I mean, come, come on. on, they, they probably <laughs> already thought. You know, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do Syndicate. That's uh, gonna be you know in London. We're just gonna keep the same voice actors with the same English accents." Unity was a practice run. <laughs> we got you guys here. Could you also do some French? And like, I can't do that. I'm like, well, just you know. <laughs> Make it up. Try your best. Yeah. uh, Fake it till you make it. They're like, I'm pretty sure that's a Cockney accent, but thank you for your attempt. (laughs) I'm like, oh my goodness. Uh, So, uh, let's see. My next choice, ugh, I had... I started off like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to choose. And then after I got on a roll, it was just an endless pit. But the one I definitely want to bring up... Um, is one of my favorite games of all time, and 
mainly because of the music. There's a lot of reasons why, but um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yes. That, uh, one of the best multiplayer games I've ever played. Um, I would pay any amount of money for a remake of that because it's, I think, one of the best Final Fantasy games. And it was one of those things where I was like, do other people play this? I was like, is this just me and my family who played this? And then I, uh, as I talked to people, especially at Game Luster, and they're like, oh, yes, that was one of my favorite games. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, I'm not alone in liking this game. But the music is great. And I, I went through the whole soundtrack trying to pick a favorite. Very difficult. But the one I ended up going for... Um, at least as sort of an example of how the music feels for anyone who hasn't played through these games. Uh, I chose uh, Twilight in Dreamland, so I'm going to play a short clip of that one. want to listen to it forever but i'll have to stop it there <laughs> so this is this this is one of my uh, favorite game if i had to pick like a game where i like every single song that it has i would pick crystal chronicles there it's just it's folksy and it's adventurous and it's magical and every single area feels so unique and the music for every area is so unique and the second i hear these songs i can picture the the area i can i have like all of the memories of playing these play these areas and going through this game over and over and over and over again and my the characters that i always picked which i affectionately called turnip heads <laughs> which i'm sure you probably know what i'm talking about but my little turnip head that i adored and yeah i just then like the jump like walking and like bobbing the um the uh, uh i feel like an asshole cuz i can't remember the name of it but Basically, you have your little fountain, basically, on your head, and the way they move, and it, like, bounces, and it's kind of bounces with the music, and going into places like the deserts and the mushroom forest, and all of it, it just, it felt like an adventure, and the whole point of the game is that it's like a caravan, and it feels like a caravan, and the music feels like a caravan. It feels, some of the songs feel like oh, there's someone sitting on the wagon playing music while we travel. And it's very, I don't know, it's, it's, I keep saying the same adjectives over and over, but like, and, and it's very, like anybody who likes that genre, like D&D type things of classic getting together a group of people to go on an adventure, that sort of thing, it it's perfect music for that. And sometimes I'll just, when we're doing other things like playing card games or playing D and D or doing those things, I'll listen to this soundtrack because it works so well for the feeling of I'm going on an adventure to fight some monsters and collect 
fantastical treasures and I don't know it's I think it's just one of the best soundtracks and anytime I hear an instrument similar to ones from that game I want to play it like I'll be listening to some random song and I'll hear an instrument similar I'm like oh my goodness I need to go play Crystal Chronicles now where is it where's my copy it gives that feeling so I don't know if either of you, it seems Brennan's probably played it, but I don't know if either of you have played this game, but <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, if you have anything to add on to the Crystal Chronicles love fest I'm having here, but. Uh, list, just immediately, just listening to that, I got I got a wave of nostalgia. It, it hit like a brick wall. I love that game. <laughs> and, um... I forget all of like like you said like the race names. Um, uh, Selkie, I think, is yeah. the only one that I remember. Yeah, there's like Selkies, uh, and I think the my little turnip head. Uh, I think that's the Lilties. Lilty, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't um, remember the other ones, but uh, the tall guy with like the mask, and mm-hmm. then the regular human. Uh, I forget what they were called though. But um, but like I remember, I wanted to make one of each character because I was a weird little child and liked to play the game to the fullest. Um, yeah. But um, that initial opening, I mm. I could li- I'm so and I'm I was kind of surprised that you didn't pick the opening song. Yeah, I was a little hard. offended personally. <laughs> yeah, the opening is great though. <laughs> it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, like I can't even talk about it. It's just so good and having to go through these motions now it makes me want to boot up a gamecube emulator and start playing that again i why have you done this to me (laughs) (laughs) yeah like the the races and the atmosphere the costumes the art style the way the maps look like everything in that game screamed like this is a adventure and it was the most fun to play with other people because everything was like teamwork based but and the music feels that way too. It feels like community music, I guess. It feels like folk music, but in the best possible way. Where everywhere you go, you feel like there's a band playing music, and also like the festival music they have when you come back with the chalice. There, I remember the name, the chalice, and you come back with the chalice, and like you, your village throws a party, and there's like the music and everything. It's it's so communal and it just makes me so happy and I want to go on adventures when I listen to it I'm not I don't I feel I'm gonna feel really bad because I I think Ailey may not have played this and I don't want to make you the outlier again but have you ever played Crystal Chronicles or have you ever seen Crystal Chronicles being played before this is my first time even hearing about it what it's it's okay. It's not one of the most popular Final Fantasy games, I think. Because a lot of people are... It's like a little more, I don't know, cutesy looking. So a lot of people avoided it. I don't know. It wasn't as popular. And it was on GameCube, but the Moogles also. Moogles are cute in this. But I would definitely recommend if... Obviously, it's difficult to get a copy and a working GameCube these days. But like watching a playthrough of it or listening to the soundtrack because especially if you like that kind of fantasy music I think it's like quintessential fantasy music to me if you've never heard of it before I recommend to look into it and also the art it's really fun okay let's go into 
really quick. Well, I don't know. I don't want to rush it too much. Let's go uh, back to uh, Brennan again. Why don't you talk about one of the other ones that you picked? Um, okay, my last one. My, If this is my top three, my last one, I would have to say Fallout New Vegas. It was really difficult trying to pick one out of Fallout 3, New Vegas, and 4. 3 and 4 having very similar soundtracks. But um, I would have to say in terms of overall atmosphere... Uh, Fallout New Vegas it really kicks you in the head because uh, one of those songs is <laughs> ain't that a kick in the head yeah um, <laughs> um, it, and it's got Frank Sinatra like how can you not love that um, so so the ones that you picked you have ain't that a kick in the head Dean Martin and we've got Frank Sinatra Blue Moon uh, and yeah We'll, we'll we'll play just a little bit of it. Um, these are pretty classic songs in general, so I feel like they should be well-known enough. Blue moon You saw me standing alone Without a dream in my heart Without a love of my Yeah, so we have that song. So why is this why is this the one that you picked? It's very different from the other picks because it's an actual song not written for a game particularly. So why is this one of your picks? Yeah, um I I, I kind of wanted to change it up, but this is one of the the few video game soundtracks and I feel weird calling it a video game soundtrack, but I think that it fits the game almost too well for it to not be almost tied to one another. And I know that's not fair to Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra, but um, for those who hadn't heard it before but then played uh, Fallout like myself and had this new appreciation for music made in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, I still listen to this stuff today. Like, this this, this game turned me on to to classical music. Um, I, I can't say for sure why I, I picked either one of those two. They're just good songs, <laughs> in my opinion. I love Dean Martin. I love the sound of his voice. Same with Frank Sinatra. Born and raised in New Jersey. Rep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm from New Jersey, if no one knew. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, there was something so magical about having to go on your Pip-Boy and turn on the radio and have... Uh, Mr. New Vegas, you know, talk to you, you know, a, yeah. uh, it's a sin to tell a lie, and then sin to tell a lie would uh, would start playing, and he was just so charismatic, and I like Three Dog too, but I'm not going to talk about Fallout 3, I just, I would, oh, that would take forever, but New Vegas, um, it, they really hit the nail on the head with the, the, the Western kind of themes, you know, you got Big Iron, um, uh, big big iron on his hip. Yeah, that's that's one big iron. Um, it it was just it's so cool being able to turn on music that has been around forever in, in a in a war torn area that takes place in post apocalyptic Americana. But what I think is really cool, going along with just the theme of New Vegas itself, is that Fallout Three and Fallout the Fallout series is supposed to just be about 
post-apocalyptia. Like you, mm-hmm. you think of that and you think, you know, the the a wasteland. Um, but for whatever reason, Vegas is still around. It's it's this populated area with gambling and and, and prostitutes and um. I don't know why I'm harping on those, but you get the picture. <laughs> it's, it's it's this lively city, and you have this lively Frank's booming, Frank Sinatra playing in the background. And as soon as you leave these warm gates of New Vegas, you're greeted with Death Claws and, and the Mojave Wasteland. And the juxtaposition between the booming Frank Sinatra and, um, and, and just the desolate wasteland, you just slaughtering raiders and... And trying to survive the death claw attacks, I think the juxtaposition there makes it that much more impactful, yeah, and memorable. And it's so interesting when a song matches something so well when it wasn't made for it, but it feels like it was, like it fits in so well that you wouldn't even realize, like, if someone somehow, I feel like it's almost impossible, but like if they had never heard Sinatra in their life and they played this game, they'd probably be like, oh, wow, this is a really cool song that they made that matches this game. But, like, no, it's not. It's always been around, and it's it's similar. I don't. I feel like it's... I want to compare it to, like, having a radio in GTA, but it feels degrading almost of me to compare those things, but... <laughs> Like, it's it's using music that people know, and it's like, oh yeah, this is on the radio. But I like how it's done in Fallout. I love, um, just in general, I love the theme of Fallout, and I love uh, that sort of, yeah, like, iconic American time, and um, just the style of the whole game, how everything looks and feels and it's post-apocalyptic, but it's also very like vintage and old timey. And I think it's really great actually that they chose existing songs instead of just being like, well, let's write up, you know, write a bunch of made up songs that have never existed that sound kind of like music from then. It's like, no, this, it makes, it gives, realism I feel to the game because it's like oh this is music that I have heard this is music that you know people listen to then and it's still being played in this game and it makes it I don't know there's more of a connection to what's going on in the game I feel because they use that music but I'm not someone who's played a ton of Fallout but the Fallout that I have played I very much enjoyed and I loved the music in it in a very different way than I love the music that I've mentioned so far. Um, Haley, what do you think about um, music and Fallout and then also using existing music in games instead of completely new music? I think if it fits, I see no problem using it. Especially, um, I feel like Sometimes, I don't know why, but I feel like Fallout tries to go somewhat realistic. So, using music that we already have can help kind of bring that realism into the game. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that definitely fits. The, I've never, again, I've never played Fallout, but I have <laughs> played, um, 
Forza and games like that where they sometimes use um, music that's played on the radio mm-hmm. already. And I kind of like it rather than just sitting there listening to music that doesn't have words. Like, if yeah. I'm going to sit there in a car and play this game where my character doesn't get out of a car for <laughs> 10 to 12 hours, at least let me listen to someone else talking or singing. I, I think it works. Yeah, especially if you're in a car. It's like, who sits in a car in complete silence besides sociopaths? Like, <laughs> I don't think I any- tried that the other day. <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah. It does not work. You're like, let's just sit here and listen to our thoughts for a while. <laughs> no, that, no. So <laughs> it just makes sense. Like, if you're going to be in a car, if you're going to be in a town, if you're going to be in a situation where people listen to music, usually there should be music playing. And a lot of, I feel like a lot of games don't do that. They just have their own, like, typical background music going on. Like, oh, it's like the chatter of people or something. But it gives another level, I think, when it does that. And I like being able to fiddle with the radio in games that let you do that and sort of change the songs. And um, I'm trying to think, there was a game I played where you could collect music and I'm, I'm sure I'm describing like 50 games right now, but like games <laughs> where you can collect music and you put it in like a record player and you can change the music you listen to while you play the game. I always loved games like that where it's like, Oh, I feel like listening to this now. And you go and you put it in. And a lot of games have done that. Um, I, th- I don't want to like throw myself under the bus if I'm wrong here. I think it, They did it in Chibi Robo as well, another GameCube game. Um, But there are a lot of games like that where it's like, oh, you can change the music if you collect new music. And I always found that to be a really fun part of a game, kind of customizing what you listen to. And then if you get tired of it, it's like, okay, I'm done with this, and you change it again. So moving on into a couple other ones. Let's see. Um... I'm going to really quick go over some of the ones I picked. Um, Some of these I'm just going to mention in general because I don't want to take up too much time. Um, But just uh, putting out there, some of the music is very classic music as well. And I wanted to give like a brief, I guess, shout out to that because everyone knows um, I think Ocarina of Time could be counted as classic, mu- classical music or sound, um, classic music or sound for games. But there's other ones like Mario, obviously, um, and you have games like Sonic. But one of my favorites is actually Kirby's Dream Land. And I loved that game as a kid, and a lot of the songs in it were great. And I... I like how you mentioned, um, Brendan mentioned, like, nostalgia when you listen to some of these. Because that's how I felt going through trying to make my list. I was like, oh yeah, I I can imagine playing these games, listening to it. And things like Donkey Kong and Kirby and Mario came to mind. But those are ones that, like, you, most people already know what it sounds like. But I didn't want to end without mentioning basically my favorite game soundtrack of all time. Some people might chastise me for picking it, but 
um, and I own basically every soundtrack from this series, I am a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. And I own every Kingdom Hearts album that has ever been released, either physically or digitally. And I used to listen to Kingdom Hearts every single night before I went to bed um, after I got the soundtrack. So for me, it actually puts me to sleep. It relaxes me. And it sounds like a bad thing, like, oh, I listen to this music and I fall asleep. But um, like having... um, nights where you have like a lot of stress or insomnia or something and you're thinking what do I want to listen to to calm down so I can sleep these were the songs that I listened to I would play Kingdom Hearts I would listen to Dearly Beloved and um, all of the different tracks from that and they would just relax me instantly and the one that is basically my favorite song and also favorite level from Kingdom Hearts um, original, and I even did a presentation on it in college. I liked it so much. <laughs> is uh, yeah, I was in a music class, and other they were like, pick your favorite like composer, um, and your favorite um, song by them, and it was in like classic music appreciation class. And I was like, oh, I know what I'm gonna choose, and everyone else chose very serious composers, but I picked Yoko Shimomura and Kingdom Hearts, and the specifically Hollow Bastion is one of my favorite songs of all time. So I'm going to play a clip of the Hollow Bastion music. So basically this song... It's Hollow Bastion, for anyone who is not a huge Kingdom Hearts fan or obsessed with it, which I can't, I don't blame them. It is a very acquired taste. Um, Kingdom Hearts, um, the Hollow Bastion level, it is basically, it's like a very old castle. It's, I don't know if steampunk is really the right word, but it is, it does run on steam. So I could technically kind of say that. Basically, it's it's just big mechanical would be a better word castle, and it the song feels like to me it feels like the gears moving in the castle, and it's also one of the last levels that you play. So there's this sort of urgency to it because you've been going through the whole game, and the point is to get the basically the princesses back and stop the villains, and this is one of the places where um, during the beginning of the level you're basically alone and you fight all of some of the um, iconic fights take place in this castle and there's puzzles but you're trying to hurry and you're running around and casting spells and solving puzzles and going up and down all these elevators and there's enemies popping out and I don't know I feel like this song matches the level so well and it's also just so beautifully composed. I think that the composer did a good job on... She did basically all of the music for Kingdom Hearts ever. And it's one of my favorite soundtracks. So I just... I think I just love this composer. But I don't know. I It's hard to pick one from Kingdom Hearts. I almost picked Dearly Beloved. 
and there's like five versions of it because they always just redo the same songs when they release those in-between games but the music was always a big part of Kingdom Hearts for me the soundtrack is like a very big part of my life and Hollow Bastion is just if you're like what's your favorite level or what's your favorite song or what's your favorite fight the answer for all of those would be Hollow Bastion but I don't know if either of you have played Kingdom Hearts or a fan of Kingdom Hearts um, if you have any any additional comments on the music from it. I've only played I've played through Kingdom Hearts 2. Mm. Didn't play the first one. I don't I don't know why I skipped the first <laughs> that, one. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think the only actually no the only reason I did play the second one was because I saw a commercial and I forget the name of the song you'll probably know it uh, whispers and dreams whispers and it's uh, I don't remember <laughs> the name of the song but it's like this it's really beautiful song that plays during one of the commercials and I was like I have to get that game I don't know what uh, it is but so you're, you're talking about like the the basically theme song yeah I think I think yeah, simple and clean would be the simple and clean yeah. whispers and dreams. <laughs> I was like, it sounds similar, but <laughs> not whispers yeah. and dreams. Yes, uh, simple and clean and uh, sanctuary are the main opening songs for both of them. Oh, well, for either of them. Yeah, it's. I love that song. I I'm gonna go on a short side tangent. For Kingdom Hearts three, they're bringing back that singer to make a whole new song. And that's what makes it feel like a new Kingdom Hearts game, because every other game since Kingdom Hearts 2, they've just been remixing the same song, and they're finally bringing her back, and they're like, she's making a new song just for this game. And I was like, oh, thank God, and I'm so excited. I watched that, like, over and over again. But, yeah, that's also, that was actually also one of my, very close to being my pick, was either Sanctuary or Simple and Clean, because those songs are really fun i actually chose (laughs) i chose one of them as my graduation song i got to make like a slideshow (laughs) and uh i remember the people in my class coming up to me and they were like you had a very um interesting song choice for your slideshow (laughs) and i was like how dare you insult kingdom hearts but (laughs) I I was I was obsessed. I I think once three comes out, if like God willing, they actually release it like they've promised me the past ten years. If it actually comes out this year, I'm just gonna like be in a hole and disappear and be completely re obsessed with the game again. But I think the music is fun because it's it's Final Fantasy and Disney, and both of those are known for music. So of course a game that has both of those is going to have decent music. Otherwise, it'd be really disappointing. Yeah, really. Uh, what about you, Haley? Have you ever played through Kingdom Hearts, any of them? No. I felt the hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> I never got into Kingdom Hearts because I am not big into Disney. Mm. So that's kind of like why it's turned me off from the game yeah and i feel like now i'm at this point where there's just so many of them that i'm so far behind that even if i wanted to pick it up i'd be like what is going on here yeah i i actually even though i'm a big fan of the games i just like one and two 
I kind of like Chain of Memories, the game that's in between them. But all the ones after that, I'm like, oh, it's getting really convoluted at this point. I just liked when it was simple. When it was simple and clean. (laughs) And it was just like, these are the main characters. You travel to these Disney worlds. But yeah, I think that's why I said it's like an acquired taste. I don't expect a lot of people to be mega into it. Because like, I was very into Disney and I was very into Final Fantasy. And so this, this game is my favorite because I like those things. But I think a lot of people who aren't uh, super fans of both of those things just feel kind of like, yeah, it's a it's a decent game. Or like, oh, I've seen it, it looks kind of fun. But uh, So it's definitely my top pick, and I still listen to it to this day. And I actually, I got a new phone today, and I made Kingdom Hearts Dearly Beloved my ringtone just like two hours ah. before the podcast. Like, it's my ringtone. <laughs> so it's kind of an obvious choice. Um, for anyone who has ever met me, they'd be like, yeah, of course you picked that. But okay, let's go to final selection of Haley. And you've sort of mentioned it before, but let's go into your final song that you picked. So I picked Night in the Woods and on the official soundtrack, it's called Someone's Coming. Okay, here's a clip from Night in the Woods. Okay, so why don't you go into more detail about why you picked this song? So, I played Night in the Woods um, back in December when I got it on the Steam sale. And I wasn't expecting any sort of jump scares or spookiness or anything like that. But this part is um, when you're in the Heritage Society and... This part scared me. I don't know why, (laughs) but I was terrified and I was panicking and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get caught. Like, I need to get out of here now. And I didn't know what to do. And this music didn't help. And it came to the point where I had to shut it off because I was just utterly terrified. (laughs) And like, I, and after getting out of the Heritage Society, I sat there and I was like, oh my god, like, I got scared because of some background music. (laughs) Like, what's wrong with me? But I love the Night in the Woods soundtrack because the game doesn't have any voice acting. Mm -hmm. So the whole entire time you're playing the game, you're listening to the soundtrack, and I feel like they really had to, like, amp it up to fit whichever place that you were going through. Because that's all you were hearing. Mm. And I feel like this part really stood out to me because this time, like this time, this one time was the one part that I was like, truly like, (laughs) oh my God, like I need to turn this off now or I can't get through this part. I get the, I get like the chills and the feels just from listening to it. And that's not even like going through an actual spooky level it's just like uh it's, it's it's very it's so spooky and scary 
sounding. Uh, it's very lame words for me to choose. Not as well articulated as Haley, but it's. I was like, ah, it's spooky. <laughs> so I'm very easily scared. So this song, I was like, yeah, I, 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 I went through a little bit of Night in the Woods and only went through the first, like, maybe um, hour or so of gameplay. Not very much yet, but I heard this and I was like, can I make it through the rest? Am I going to be okay? Or am I going to like chicken out the second that I get to the level that has this music? Uh, it's, I, and the game, like you said, there's no voice acting, but the game does a very good job on the atmosphere as well, I think, in the way it's animated and the way the characters, like their lines, the dialogue and the music and it's interesting because you mentioned at the beginning, like, you didn't really think of music as being a big part until this game, right? Yeah, I I sat down and I played this and I was like, okay, there's no voice acting. And then I kept going through the days and the days and the days and the days and I realized, like, the small things that I, I was hearing, like, I could hear the leaves that were blowing in the wind on the ground and every time... I think her name is May. I haven't played this game in a couple couple months, but every time she'd jump, she'd make a noise, or when you went down um, into the little, like, sewer area, you could hear the water dripping, or you could hear the rats scuttling, or just small noises that you would overlook. They really amped up so that you would hear it, so you'd be fully immersed in what was going on. And I really, really enjoy it. Yeah. And I think it's a really good, like, recommendation as a game. And then also, like, yeah, just as a soundtrack, like, something to just listen to. Like, you can find any of these on YouTube. So it's like, go and listen to basically all of the ones everyone's mentioned, um, especially if you haven't heard of the game before. But... Um, Brennan, do you have anything to add onto that song, hearing it, or on Night in the Woods? It was very spooky, <laughs> and I, I really, I really want to play the game. Um, I've heard nothing but good things about it, and I, I just think that, uh, on a personal note, uh, I think that the the concept, the story, is even if it's not something that you've directly gone through, I feel like it's something that everyone can relate to, mm-hmm. and maybe should. Um, so I very much want to play it. I'm as, uh, I think it was, as you said, I'm very lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I definitely want to go through and finish the game now because I had only heard the music up to the point where I played. And now that I sort of listened and previewed through some of the rest of it, um, I was like, yeah, this is, this is a good soundtrack. I, and I love um, soundtracks for games and that's a big part of for of why I play it so I look at the art first and the music second usually when I pick games and so when I hear all these different soundtracks for games um, like Nair and uh, Night in the Woods and ones that I haven't necessarily played it just makes me want to play them even more but yeah, so I think that that's everybody's top picks. 
we went on for quite a while talking about them. So obviously very passionate about these. Some of them are very similar. Some of them are very different. I think every game has a little something different for each person. Um, I was going to throw out one last sort of honorable mention I wanted to bring up as not necessarily my favorite, but I think can be generally agreed on. One of the weirdest, most unique soundtracks would be Katamari Damasi, or Damasi, whoever, however people want to pronounce it, but that game has some of the weirdest music in it, <laughs> and I don't know. I felt like it needs to at least be mentioned because nothing has ever made me as uncomfortable as that game. <laughs> the way the characters look and move and talk, and the music as well. So, sort of closing out on talking about specific songs, I just wanted to play a short clip of one of the songs from one of the games. Because I think it, it gives you a good feel about what the rest of them are like. So it might not be the best example of the strangest music from it, which I avoided because it's very... Honestly, it's a little annoying, some of the music from this game. Because I mentioned before, oh, some of the soundtracks, they're so nice, you can listen to them on repeat and you're not annoyed. This game annoyed me so much when I had to listen to the same song over and over. It was like a motivator to beat the level. <laughs> but it's... I love J-pop. And so I love-hate the music for this. Because I'm like, it's so strange. And that's one of the better songs. But like some of them, it's just like random vocalizations and it's like skipping in and out and it's I don't know it it's not just like background music a lot of them are actual songs that play at the different levels but yeah I I have so many memories with these songs but also I feel like they're very weird so I don't know if either of you have played Katamari or have opinions on the music or that game in general. The whole thing is very strange and wonderful. But what do you think about Katamari's music? And also, uh, can you think of something, I guess a competition almost, a weirder game soundtrack off the top of your head or something similar, like one of the ones that you're just like, it's I remember it, but not because I love it so much. So starting with... Brennan, what do you think? Can you think of something weirder than Katamari or what or what do um, you think about the music in Katamari if you remember it in any way? I've never played it oh, and I man. don't know any of the music for it. Yeah, I know. I've always I've always wanted to. It always had such a weird concept, but um uh I'm trying to think of a, of a competitor and I and I just can't. I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm only, I'm in that you know best video game soundtrack mode. I, You're in a happy <laughs> mood, and I just ruined it. Um, uh, yeah, go on, uh, listen to like Disco Prince or one of those, and you'll just <laughs> be like, I get it. This is a strange, strange game. 
Uh, well, maybe while you like stew on it, Haley, can you think of anything? Have you played Katamari Damacy or seen how strange it is? And do you think there's any soundtracks you can think of that are more unique or weird than the one that they have? I haven't played it, but for some reason that gave me like 90s Nickelodeon Hidden Temple Guts vibes. Right? And I'm just like, this is weird, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. <laughs> exactly. Like, because, like, those shows were, like, they were they were cool, and I liked watching them, but it was the same stuff over and over and over mm-hmm. again. So I can understand how, like, that can get really boring. Yeah. Um, or annoying. But I'm not really sure of any video game that has, like, a weird soundtrack. Like, nothing comes to my mind. I think that's why I wanted to bring it up just as one that's very strange, very unique, very weird, because I don't think there's... I. It was almost like a question, like, does anyone know something? Like, can anybody tell me something stranger than this? Because I really wonder if there is. I mean, the whole game, it's just, you have a sticky ball, and you collect things to make new planets and stars and things for your very strange father and (laughs) the game itself is very weird and it's not exactly like the pinnacle of beautiful graphics and it's not the best music you've ever heard and it's very Japanese and it's very strange but the music in it if you ever are curious just go find the original soundtrack and skip through some of it is just weird some of it is just Japanese pop music. Um, I think some of them, there are even artists that I listen to regularly and they made like a song for the game or they use their song. And I was like, wow, this is, it's very Japan. But I don't mean to make that sound like an insult because I love that about Japan is the most 90s place I've ever visited in my life. And I love how 90s and I don't know weird but a good weird um how it's embraced there and i feel like this game just kind of shows that so after talking about all these games like wow it's so beautiful and the nostalgia and the feelings and i just wanted i guess to ruin the high in a way and talk about one that was like this game is so weird i just need to talk about it in a public way just to get my feelings out but I almost picked it as a favorite, but I was like, I can't make it a favorite. I have to make it an honorable mention more. Uh, So, I don't... Brett, did you come up with anything you can think of? Anything that's weird music or sounds? No. I'm (laughs) I'm trying really hard, and it's probably going to keep me up all night. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll quiz you on it some other time. (laughs) Like, quick, what's the weirdest game? Did you finally think of it? But... Yeah, so that, I think anyone, they're probably going to end up being from Japan, let's be honest. But uh, that, I recommend go out and listen to all the ones people mentioned today if you want a really great time and a good experience. And if you want to just see the very opposite of the spectrum, then go listen to the Katamari and Damacy one. So I think that about wraps it up. So we're going to just go around and give out sort of a shout out to where people can find you online and any last comments you want to make 
for the day. So let's start with Haley. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Haley Hazard, H A L E Y H A Z A R D D. And my closing thoughts would have to be Syndicate is great, Unity needs to just go in the shredder, and <laughs> everyone should play Night in the Woods. Very nice. Okay, Brennan, final thoughts and online handles. Um, you can find me at, uh, it's just, it's Brennan. I know it's kind of weird, but it's, it's B-R-E-N-N-Y-A-N. The, I guess the Y is silent, I don't know. Um, uh, that's You can pretty much find me anywhere with that handle, at Brennan on Steam. Um, and my closing thoughts are a lightning round honorable mentions because I love music so much. Bioshock Infinite, Morrowind, Dark Souls, Firelink Shrier, and pretty much any song from Final Fantasy. Go listen to that stuff. Go listen. Yeah, those are all wonderful examples. Okay, so my handle that you can find me basically on any platform, um, whether that's good or not, you're the ones to decide. That is um, Kimchi Christie, K-I-M-C-H-I-K-R-I-S-T-Y. And you can find me basically anywhere with that. Um, Probably if you hate Kingdom Hearts, then you can fight me. Um, <laughs> and uh, my final closing thought would be to think of games that you really liked growing up. Go back and listen to the music and just sit in that nostalgic childhood feeling of listening to uh, old soundtracks of games that you just loved. Uh, I think it's a good exercise of happiness. So uh, thank you everybody for listening and thank you to Brennan and Haley for being here today. This is Christine signing off on the Game Luster podcast. We will see you next time.